Change Your Mindset podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. (laughs) Yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. Welcome back, everybody. So I like to ask this question a lot. Like, What is leadership? And, you know, sometimes we have a hard time maybe defining what good or great leadership is, but we also know bad leadership. For those who have been listening for a while, understand that I believe in improv leadership, which is inclusive of everyone, which is more about the team and less about me. And buried within that genre of that thought process, it still comes back to one thing. We're in the people business first and foremost. And without people, we don't have a business. No matter what business that we are in, people are our most important asset. And we need to begin to treat them better if we truly believe that they are our most important asset. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is there was an article in Inc. Magazine, and today's date is December 15th when I'm recording it, And the title of the article is, The CEO Who Fired 900 Employees on a Zoom Call is Out. It's a tragic example of how not to manage people. That's right, you you heard me correctly. The CEO fired 900 employees on a Zoom call. According to the article, he, he had told 900 employees to join him on a Zoom meeting, and this is the CEO of Better.com, and the CEO's name is Vishal Garg, and told them that they no longer had jobs at the company. You see, the company is going to go public, and it was apparent on his behalf to create a leaner, meaner, hungrier workforce. And this company is an online mortgage company. And after this firing of 900 employees, he told those employees that he did not fire, that those employees left. Some of them were stealing from the company by only working two hours a day. Now, you can imagine that when this article went public, uh, it's taken taken a lot of backlash. And, And actually, the CEO tried to apologize, kind of, sort of, Uh, But several of his company's uh, executives resigned, his head of communications and head of marketing said, this is crazy, this is nuts, I'm out of here. This isn't leadership, that's authority, because I have the authority to fire you, does not make you a leader. Board of directors did put the CEO on, um, they just said that he was taking time off effective immediately. They didn't say they were, the board fired him. They said he's taking time off. 
and put in the CFO in charge of day in and day out operations. But they also mentioned in this article that the CEO has this type of behavior because uh, the Forbes attained an email from Garb to the employees that said, you are too damn slow. You're a bunch of dumb dolphins and dumb dolphins get caught in nets and eaten by sharks. So stop it, stop it, stop it. Right now, you are embarrassing me. Okay. I, and then he also documented that he threatened a former business partner. They even set this former business partner on fire and engaged in hostile exchanges with investors calling one sewage and demanding that he divest from the company. Yeah, we all can recognize poor leadership. But as this article goes on to state, it's the culture of the company that you have to work on first and foremost. Yes, they've, called, they've got an outside firm that's gonna come in and do an assessment uh, to find ways to help improve the culture. But the bigger picture is, this is privately held right now, trying to go public. The issue is the leader, the CEO. And you can try to improve the culture, but the only way to do that in this case is to fire the CEO and find somebody else who can come in and revamp that culture. Because if you don't fire the CEO, you can hire him a coach. You can, it doesn't sound like he would ever change. And I'm making an assumption here, I know, but he has a history. And that's just wasting a lot of time and money. And it was interesting because today uh, I sat in on a Zoom call with a, a group of people from the C-suite thought leadership group. And it was in a breakout room and we were talking about leadership, what makes a leader. Well, it came, came down to just the opposite of what the CEO is doing. A leader is there to inspire. Now, how do you inspire 900 people? How do you inspire uh, you know, thousands of people? Because you can't interact with them individually, but you can by tone. You can by attitude. And if you're in a toxic environment, if you question or, or make comments and all you are is ridiculed, either you're going to keep your job and, and, and silence yourself or you're going to find another job. Intimidation is not a form of management. And for those of you who remember Theranos, the uh, um, Elizabeth Holmes company that was a sham, her second-in-command, Sonny Balwani, had the same type of leadership style, berating his employees, shouting at them. I don't know about you, but if that happens to me, what tells me two things. One, I need to find another job or walk out immediately. And two, a lot of times when you have that, the CEOs and leaders have this anger, they're hiding something. And maybe that's what ultimately this is. There might be some internal fraud. There might be, who knows? But it's just not behavior that's tolerated these days. However, we continue to hear leaders demonstrating this behavior. I will admit there's a side of me that wants to just, you know, send this guy a copy of my book and tell him to read it, you know, off script, mastering the art of business improv. Business improv. I'm not gonna waste the, the, the time, the money, the energy to do that because his ego is too overblown 
he would just he, he would probably call me or or, or write a, a berating type of uh, uh, review on Amazon, which I, I don't care. But why give him that space? Why, why give him that that voice? We're in the people business first and foremost. Now, some of the nine hundred may have been, lack of a better term, dead weight. They may not be producing as they should be producing. Yes, firemen. Fire them with dignity and respect. If you want it a leaner, meaner, there's other ways of doing it. He could have he could have contacted a, a, a recruiting company, a headhunting agency, and said, "I need to, I need to obtain your services because I have to let, let's say, 500 people go, and they're going to need help getting a job, and the company's going to pay for them to get that help. At, at least have some empathy for those 900 people." And this recently happened. So we're in the holiday season. This story of letting people go during this time of year, and it tends to ramp up even more as we get towards New Year, almost an annual event. I don't know, maybe, you know, you tell me, maybe I'm just naive. Uh, and, and that's fine. But I truly believe that this type of leadership needs to go away and, and replaced with something of some type of leadership that has compassion that looks at their people those who are productive as a as an integral part of the organization and has we can have heated conversation that's fine but shows respect for their employees when you show respect to your employees that puts you apart from a lot of other leaders out there who look at their employees as just a number, something that is replaceable. Oh, until the masses rise up through what we call now the great resignation and they're using their feet, saying, I, I don't want to come back into the office. We were productive for 18 to 24 months away from the office. If you want me to come back in the office full time, then I will leave and I'll find another employer who will have some type of hybrid or displaced workforce that I'll go to work for. Ego has a lot to do with good and bad leadership. Those who have an ego, and we all do, if we're willing to say this is not right, I'm wrong, let's look at it another way, we'll be more successful than those leaders out there who still want to tell everybody what to do and how to do it and look at them as a replaceable asset i don't know times have changed and i know this will will won't be the last article that is written about poor leadership uh, i just hope someday there won't be any at all and it just going goes back to being human and going back to thinking about a fellow person and being tolerant and being supportive. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.